During the early years of marriage, I noticed my husband was doing something different that caught my attention whenever we had a misunderstanding or conflict. I noticed he would pause before he spoke. And sometimes this was frustrating to me because I wanted him to say whatever was going on in his head like I do. But I got to realize that most of our arguments would have escalated with someone or both of us getting hurt, if not for his approach. That is, pausing before speaking. This action also challenged the way I approached conflict situations, which resulted in us communicating to connect. What was he doing that was making me rethink the way I handled conflict? Welcome to the Happy African Marriage Podcast, a show where we empower, equip, and encourage you to build a stronger marriage in these modern times, even if you're raising a family. We are Dr. Eben and David, a Christian couple, happily married life partners, parents of three, and marriage partnership coaches. If you're ready to build an enriching marriage partnership for a peaceful, thriving, and unified home, and a lasting legacy of impact for future generations, this podcast was made for you. So, stay tuned. Be prepared to be empowered and inspired to build the happy African marriage you truly desire. I beg, make we talk the matter. Hi friend, welcome to another episode on the show. Today we'll be talking about an important topic how to communicate to connect better in your marriage by making one major change. After being married for some time, you come to realize that in reality, you may not always be happy with your spouse. Misunderstandings arise, conflicts, arguments, and then when we want to address these issues, it can either go south or not, depending on the methods we choose or the relational skills we have acquired before marriage. Most of us have heard about the importance of communication in our relationships, as well as marriages. We all know that communication is more than just the words used to transfer factual information, but also the interpretation of the information that is being sent and received. We also know that communication can be verbal and non-verbal. Communication is a very broad topic, but today, we'll be addressing a part of the verbal side of communication during conflict. Let me share a story. During the early years of marriage, I noticed my husband was doing something different that caught my attention whenever we had a misunderstanding or conflict. I noticed he would pause before he spoke. And sometimes this was frustrating to me because I wanted him to say whatever was going on in his head like I do. But I got to realize that most of our arguments would have escalated with someone or both of us getting hurt, if not for his approach. That is, pausing before speaking. This action also challenged the way I approached conflict situations, which resulted in us communicating to connect. What was he doing that was making me rethink the way I handled conflict? It was choosing to respond respectfully rather than react. And I believe we can all benefit from this. Now, maybe you are thinking, what exactly is the difference between responding and reacting? Let's hear my dear husband 
talk a little bit about the four major differences between reacting and responding. Yeah, thanks, love. As my blessed and beautiful wife mentioned, I'll be talking about four major differences between reacting and responding. First, reacting, it's done suddenly. You do not give time to process your response. So whatever comes into your head, you shoot it out of your mouth or act on it. For responding, it's not done suddenly. It's thought through before the response is given. Now, the individual tries to understand what the person is trying to say and thinks through what they want to say. Secondly, with reacting, it, is, it, it usually has the aim of causing hurt to the other because there is the feeling of hurt the person is causing you. But with responding, since it is thought through, you see which is the best way to deliver the thought without causing harm. It is delivered respectfully. With reacting, number three, it also causes further hurt. What do I mean? Since one feels like their spouse is hurting them, they also want to hurt them by their words or actions. And they, in turn, want to do the same, and the cycle goes on and on. But with responding, it does not cause further hurt, since the intention is not to hurt the other. And lastly, with reacting, because of the cycle of hurt, it increases the time frame of the conflict. You know, this way, we give the devil access to continue to fill our minds and thoughts with other things that may not even be relevant or connected, which in turn increases the time before peace. But with responding, it shortens the time of the conflict. The cycle is broken when at least one person responds with grace or even both. If only one party can respond rather than react, it shortens the time of the conflict and they can come to an agreement. Here are some scriptures that may help you. Proverbs 15.1 A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. And Proverbs 16.24 Kind words are like honey, sweet to the soul, and healthy for the body. Thanks, love. Now, those were four major differences between reacting and responding. Thinking about responding, I remember coming across this quote one day by Roy T. Bennett. You cannot control the behavior of others, but you can always choose how you respond to it. I'm thinking about it. This quote applies to marriage. If we were to do a remix of the quote in marriage, here it is. You cannot control the behavior of your spouse, but you can always choose how you respond to it. What this means is that you are accepting to take responsibility for your actions in marriage, regardless of your spouse's behavior. Nobody makes you do anything. You choose to do what you do as everyone has been given the power to choose. What if we remember this quote when conflict arises in marriage or have it in our marriage toolbox? Even if we remember this quote, we are not implying that this will be an easy thing to do. <laughs> Far be it from us to say that. But understanding that we can choose how we respond to others despite their behavior helps us focus on improving our relational skills, such as communication 
conflict resolution, and emotional intelligence, which has to do with managing emotions better. This way we embrace growth, this way we get better at it. I must say that building a strong marriage requires courage. We both love each other, but we had to be more intentional in our actions over the years as we partnered with God to build a strong and happy marriage we truly love and enjoy. We didn't get here by leaving things as they were when we got married or without making any effort. This involved making courageous moves at different points in our marriage over the years. Because in marriage, sometimes one spouse makes a courageous move at one point in their marital journey and the other spouse does so at another point during the marital journey without waiting for the spouse to get on board. In the story I shared earlier, my husband made a courageous move by choosing to respond instead of reacting and he kept at it. And what happened thereafter? As I observed his behavior and actions, I began to realize there was a better way to handle misunderstandings and conflicts. There were better ways to communicate even in the heat of the moment. It led by example, inspiring me to work better at improving my communication and conflict resolution skills and learning how to manage my emotions better. What was the result? The rate of our conflicts reduced they never escalate or blow out. Our understanding for each other grew. We achieved a deeper level of connection and intimacy in marriage. We are more empathetic towards each other. And this further resulted in creating a more peaceful, thriving and unified home. Do we have a perfect marriage? No, but we have a growing marriage because we continue to learn and become better versions of ourselves adding more value to our marriage and other relationships. Yeah. Now, here's a reflection exercise for you. Are you going to choose to respond instead of reacting? What steps are you going to begin to take? If your answer is yes, we are happy for you and we'll be here to support you on your marital journey. Next week, we'll be talking more about responding focusing on the four important things to consider that would help you communicate to connect better with your spouse. In addition, there'll be a special gift for you, our beloved listeners. So, you definitely don't want to miss next week's episode. Don't forget to subscribe so you can receive notification for future episodes. That's it for today. And we just want to thank you for taking taking out time to listen to this podcast. We appreciate you for joining us today. Till next week, God bless you and yours. Shalom. If you like that and mom show, please don't forget to leave them a review to, to spread the love. Hi friend. If this podcast has inspired you or you found value in today's episode, one of the best ways to thank us is to leave a written review in our Apple podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Also, please feel free to share this episode on your social media channels. And together, let's join the happy African marriage movement as we work together to break the cycle of managing or enduring marriages for our children and the next generations after them. Remember, the state of our marriages today can impact our future 
generations. Shalom. <laughs>